We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. It's me, D. Hodge, as always, and with me is a now full of shirt, not shirtless anymore, Big Shrimp. What's going hey. on? I thought you were in the mood, man. I was trying to comply. Well, if you're watching, uh, you can now watch these get-togethers now on YouTube. Big Shrimp finally got his crap together, and we're finally doing these over Zoom now, so... Hopefully, there's a little bit of a audio difference as well instead of being over the phone. Did you seriously just no sell or just seriously ignore my little remark? I did. Huh. Because you so come to me, I was like, hit. well, for the how long has it been? Four months. And I'd be like, hey, dude, we need to do Zoom. We have to do it. It's better audio. It's going to sound like we're in the same room. We have to do it. We have to do it. And then you go, no, man, yeah. it's just it's just easier over the phone. And then you text me and you say, hey, send me the invite because I had a guest on the podcast last week and he sent me an invite. So I use, I, I can see how well you think of me other than the guest on the podcast. <laughs> okay. First of all, it wasn't a guest. It was a... Uh... A theologian, as anybody that listens to my show on a regular basis or anybody that knows me knows that uh, religion and theology is one of my passions. And it was a private conversation. And um, yeah, so he, he said, yeah, let's do a Zoom. And I said, okay, how do you do it? Excuse me for being <laughs> late to the party. And uh, he said, well, I can send you an invite. And I said, great. He did it. It worked. And I thought, well, Hodge is always uh, mm, like he's on a rag when it comes to wanting to do Zoom. So I thought, well, I'll give in. I'll give in to my partner here. Well, you always complain. You're always complaining about we need to be more professional than what we are. And I try to be professional and you always shoot it down every time. 
every time. And this is something that I was passionate about. And now you can realize why I'm doing it. Everyone's doing it. Sounds like you're in the same room together. It doesn't, it's not like Skype, which is, I figured out, by the way, that's what's wrong with my microphone. Remember how I kept telling you that my microphone kept sounding echoey and crap like that? Figured out it's Skype. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's not my microphone because it doesn't do it on Zoom. It just does it when I'm on Skype. So it has to be Skype. Interesting. But Well, now that um, we're doing video, I've got to figure out how to make my station a little bit, a little bit more presentable. I've got... Um, some equipment I've ordered, as you know, Hodge. Um, hopefully that'll help. But yeah, anyways, um, you asked earlier how I was doing, and we totally just detoured. I'm doing all right. I've had an interesting um, week. Um, as you know, a few days ago, uh, pro wrestling legend Danny Hodge passed away. And then later that day, it was announced that uh, John Huber, Huber, also known as uh, Brody Lee, uh, Brody Lee, and uh, Luke Harper in the WWE passed away, and yeah. um, I don't, I don't want to sound heartless. Design, you know, you know, a lot of people know I am uh, very passionate about the business of professional wrestling, but over the years especially of my adulthood, there's been so many wrestlers and legends die that in a way I've almost become kind of jaded. But um, it didn't really affect me too much. I, just, I thought, man, that's a shame. Um, he'd been sick for a couple of months, uh, John Huber. But then last night, watched the AEW tribute show and... Uh, yeah, that broke me. I was in tears that, the whole time. That was uh that, that was uh that was rough to watch. I had to I texted you last night. I said I have to stop. It was because yeah. because we, you sent me over a clip and it was uh Jim Cornette and he was talking about how this is really since the early 90s the first time we've had something like this besides a car wreck or drugs or mm-hmm. cancer and illness that someone's just passed away in their active roster like i I mean i guess you consider eddie guerrero but i think we kind of knew eddie guerrero was sick for a little bit there well well eddie guerrero um we knew he had a history of drug abuse as a matter of fact he was fired by the wwe prior prior, uh for failing a drug test and um obviously if you watch the evolution of eddie guerrero's career career you can see at some point, he started using steroids, and uh, that led to an enlarged heart. But, um, yeah, um, the remarkable thing about it was that uh, it was a secret, well-kept, how sick he was. And that's another thing Corny was that really yeah. going on about is how amazing it is that in this business, when there aren't any more secrets, kayfabe is dead and gone. That's something that everybody guarded really well. So yeah, I yeah. didn't think about it until I guess when I was watching back some of the some of John Huber's matches, and it was um, I don't know how long he's been sick, or we don't even know what he's died from—just a non-COVID related lung, um, whatever, whatever it was. Right. But I guess you can tell a little bit that he wasn't like he was when he was in his WWE days. 
Like he was, he was active, but he was very, you know, stiff, was trying not to get too winded. You could tell some of the times right. when that was to happen. And so understandably, they're like, yeah. hey, look, man, we're going to keep you safe. We're going to give you a job and we're going to keep you, um, keep your family healthy as well. So, but. And uh, they, they did it and they're continuing to honor the family, which I love. So, um, we need to move on to the crux of the conversation of, or of this podcast episode. And by the way, I'll tell you, I'm also late to the party. I don't want to zoom, but El Trapo, uh, I know when Bobby and the show was talking about it nonstop on Netflix, the El Trapo stuff, I didn't really watch it. Um, over this past week, I've been binging uh, YouTube videos, and that is one side. MF for dude. I'm trying not to curse as much. Um, I'm trying to cut down on my cursing. Uh, so let's see how that works out. But it was one side dude, man, being able to escape and the tunnels he had and pretty wild, wild stuff. Yeah, I haven't watched the El Chapo stuff. Uh, but I actually today when we're recording on New Year's Eve for what we're going to get to here in a minute, the main subject is a New Year's Day special. I just finished the queen's gambit on Netflix. I was texting you and I was like, hang on to give me 10 minutes. I'm yeah. trying to finish this. The show I was on the last episode, man, that has to be one of the greatest shows of 2020. It was fantastic. I think, I think Bobby rated it number three or four on a one to 10. Yeah. But see, they were, I did What's it about? They were talking about it on the show. And I was like, eh, about a girl that's plays chess. I'm not a chess fan. I'm not going to watch it, right? Because sometimes I'll take their um, their recommendations, but a lot of the times I don't because they just like different stuff than what I like. But then I heard Joe Rogan talking about it, then Dak Shepard talking about it, then everybody else talking about it. I'm like, well, I at least have to watch the first couple of episodes to see what everybody's talking about. It's about this girl who is in a um, – She's an orphan, right? So they're in this orphan home, orphanage. Orphanage. <laughs> and she stumbles down to the basement where she finds the janitor playing chess. And she's like, hey, I want you to teach me. And he teaches her and she becomes this child prodigy, becomes a pro at like 16, gets addicted to drugs and alcohol. And she's trying to do that in her life of playing chess it's it's only like seven episodes and I think like 45 minutes a piece, something like that. So, I mean, it took me a, it took me like three days to watch it because I don't, I, I keep myself from binge watching or doing anything binge worthy because I know I have a tendency to, um, if I don't stop, I'm going to watch the whole thing or read the whole book or whatever. Yeah. I, I have noticed that when I binge, and I guess it's common sense, but there's a lot of little things that I miss. Mm -hmm. I don't catch it all the first go around. And so, and it's hard to process everything. Your mind, to have your mind process every little detail and every bit of information that's being thrown at you if you really sit down and watch everything uh, in, in a binge. So, yeah, yeah um, I don't know. I might check it out. Um, I'll be honest. It doesn't sound like anything I'm too interested in. I said the same thing. I said the I said the same thing. 
I, I, I was like, this is going to be one of the, yeah, it, it, but it's not about chess. It's about chess, but it's not. I don't know if that makes sense. Chess is the side character. There's a bunch of other main characters and main dinners there instead of just. Gotcha. It's like, it's like green bean casserole at Thanksgiving. You know it's there. You may not get a piece of it, but you know it's there. Green bean casserole. Green sweet potato pie, whatever. Pumpkin no, I'm not pie. hating on you. I'm not hating on you. I just I'm not hating on you. It is what it is. Uh, but look, let's get. Though. But look, let's uh, get down to the nitty gritty here. New Year's. New Year's. All right, it's been a crazy 2020. Uh, 2020. Um, in a way, <laughs> um, I've had a crazy New Year's Eve for 2020, and I should have known that 2020 would probably be nuts just based on that alone. Um, it's in one of the earlier simulcast from the beginning of the year, but I'll go ahead and rehash the story real quick. Um, it's also my first New Year's Eve being in Johnson City for the last few years. I've either been in Nashville I went to Columbus, Ohio to see uh, a friend of mine, Tina Maharat, uh, do a ceremony when she was elected to the Senate in Ohio. Um, so it's my first time in Johnson City in a while. But yeah, last New Year's Eve, had a wonderful time hanging out on Broadway in Nashville. Um, I met a fellow B teamer, um, and then her and her, I think, husband or boyfriend. And then I met a couple of um, artists that knew who I was. I didn't know who they were, but they knew who I was because of the show. And then I spent the uh, final hours, I think from like 8 p.m. until 1 a.m. at the Honky Tonk Central, my favorite bar on the planet, the corner of 4th and Broadway. I call it my church. Uh, the band was rocking. It was awesome. Uh, I was caught by surprise because trying to find out it's like 20 bucks cover charge. And it's the only time of the year they charge uh, to get into these bars on Broadway. And it's because they give out a complimentary thing uh, of champagne at midnight, which was awesome. And so I, uh, but no biggie, I had the money. And I just thought, oh, wow. No, I never had to pay to come in before, and I've been in a million times. So I had a plan that I would stay there a little while, then I'd leave early and go to the temple. Um, at the time, I was practicing Buddhism. And went to a Lao temple, so I called a cab, went to a Lao temple. I paid 14 bucks, And apparently either all the monks were asleep or... Uh, the temple was doing their New Year's festivities at a different temple uh, 40 minutes away I wasn't going to risk it I haven't paid the Uber to take me all the way out there so I ended up paying $14 again to go back to the Honky Tonk Central so that was $28 wasted uh, I got back into the Honky Tonk Central because I had a bracelet didn't have to pay my fee again uh, and, then, and then um my phone starts acting up. I can't get an Uber or a Lyft to go back to my 
hotel. And finally, oh, I'm texting Brittany nonchalant. Brittany, can you get me an Uber? Lyft? I can't do it because they'll send it to my house. I said, no, they won't, Brittany. I'll pay you back because that's the money. She said, no, they'll send it to my house. They won't send it to you. I don't know how to tell them to come to you and not to me. So I thought, whatever. Finally, I got it to work. And uh, because it was New Year's Eve, prices were tracked up tremendously. What well, should have been like an $8 fare to get to my room it ended up being like almost a hundred bucks. Um, and so like the whole night was shitty. Well, not the whole night, that part of it was shitty. And just the fact that I wasted $128 altogether when you count the cab to the temple and back to the honky tonk and then going home or to my hotel. And then, uh, yeah, so I should have known that, man, this is going to be a, a weird year. And well, you know who won the pony? It was a crazy year for all of us. Um, COVID, no joke. I've lost people in my personal life. Uh, Jesse kind of lose. A lot of uh, celebrities have gone. A lot of uh, uh, a lot of families have lost a loved one they shouldn't have lost so soon. And you know, it's just been crazy. The economy's been up and down. My city of Nashville has had a hell of a year. Tornadoes, and they had a wind burst come through, and then the bombing on Christmas. Um, so yeah, my dad asked me last night. Uh, those of you that know, you know my dad is flying due to a uh, drive-by shooting. I help him out a lot online. I help him out uh, over the phone. We talk every day, and he asks, what is this? What is that? What does this look like? What does that look like? And so I help him out, and um, he's going to do this thing on his phone. Even though he's fine, he can still post stuff on Facebook, but I have to help him. And... Uh, we made a post and I didn't know what to say. He wanted to have a nice post for New Year's and I thought anything would be better than what we had this year. And you know, I said, just say cheers. Here's to uh, uh, here's to 2021. And that's all I said to you folks that listening and watching. Here's to 2021. Bottle of water. Not quite a glass of champagne or wine or but I toast everybody a happy 21. Uh, I implore you, if you're a science denier, a mass denier, quit being selfish and ignorant. Willful ignorance is the worst of them all. Wear your fucking mask. You know, I would have first word out. Wear your fucking mask. Get the vaccine. Uh, be a responsible citizen of society. And uh, let's get over this. Ouch. Yeah. Um, I never make New Year's resolutions because, for one, I think they're dumb. And two, if I were, I probably wouldn't stick to them just because my schedule is so hectic. Um, but yeah. you remember last year I told you that 2020 was going to be our year. I remember I said that, and then the COVID hit, the pandemic hit, and it was like we hit a downfall. 
neither one of us were able to book guests for a while because everyone was scared. And I remember, I remember it was like May, it may have been June, something like that. And I always pre-record in advance. So like right now I'm sitting on like eight podcasts that I've done throughout the past three or four months. That's just in case something happens. And I have eight, nine weeks that I can figure out a plan. And I said, okay, I'm good. And then I went and looked and I only had one podcast recorded. And I said, oh my God, I've only got one week. I've only got one week of material. I have nothing else left. And then about that time, I got an email from, no, it was a text message from Big Smo. And we were chit-chatting back and forth. And I said, hey, man, want to come back on the show? Um, doing a couple of things. Uh, you got a new album coming out. And he was like, yeah, man, sure. And I recorded that one. And I was like, okay, that's at least two weeks. And then that same week, I got um, Hollywood actor Jason Marsden on the show. And I remember it just sky, it skyrocketed from there. And so yours is the same. We got a sponsorship, two sponsors, actually, in the same year. We got finally making money on the show we're advancing in our technology on the show we're booking big guests on the show um and we're constantly well i'm not gonna say constantly but we're consistently getting a little bit bigger i'm not gonna say each week each month because let's be honest we don't have that big of a following we have i mean it's in the sometimes it's in the um four or five digits there but we mostly stick around the i don't know what 2000 maybe something like that a week something like that close to it um so i know it's not a big following but at least it's a bigger following than when we first started growth growth yeah growth and i don't want to i don't want to uh jinx myself i don't believe in jinx or anything like that but I'm not going to say 2021 is going to be bigger than 2020 because if it's not that I failed myself. So I'm just going to say, I'm hoping it's as good as 2020 was. Yeah. Uh, I just want to keep moving. That's all. I just want to keep moving, um, moving forward. Um, there's no room for stagnation, no room for falling behind. Got to keep marching forward. And, uh, since I've come on to uh, the network, partnered with you, um, just in general, you've seen a lot of growth within yourself, too. Um, I know when I first started, we were only doing uh, uh, I forgot the name of that app. SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud, yes. I thought, hey, man, have you thought about turning on other platforms? And you didn't know how, and I didn't know how, but we figured it out. And that spread, and then we started to give women a chance, and that helped with uh, getting the word out. And then we did uh Did we start that this year? What, give women a chance? Yeah. No, I think we did that, started that last year, I believe. Okay, well, I said, that's a long year or so. Yeah, 
then we did our uh uh our simulcast and uh I don't know what what I think more than anything what you and I have proven is that um a team effort can get a lot more accomplished than a single unit can and uh or as you know i I readily acknowledge that my podcast big shrimp radio wouldn't exist or be what it is without you so you've helped me a lot and i've helped you and we've helped each other grow and um, i anticipate the trend to continue i believe it will um now we're both doing video and uh in addition to the audio so People can still find us wherever they could before and now on YouTube as well. And um, I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, on a lot of these uh, holiday specials, we go back and talk about a tradition or a memory or we bring something up from the past. I kind of went over what I did last year and the year before and went to Ohio. Um, I just tell you why you think of yours that years ago when I was uh, a hardcore Christian I, I, was, I went to the ministry now folks listen to, you just said talk about being a temple earlier a <laughs> Buddhist temple I were talking about being a Christian and and you're cursing what is it I'm a hodgepodge, y'all. I'm a mess. That's why I fit perfectly with the hodgepodge family, the hodgepodge productions network. <laughs> I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. But um, I used to uh, go to church every um, New Year's Eve. Services start around 6 p.m. and we sit there till 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. And um, I was Pentecostal, and so. Pentecostal church services, by and large, are usually eccentric, and uh, so they go by a little bit quicker than they would in uh, some other denomination-type churches that are quieter and more reserved. But, yeah, most of my New Year's have been religiously related. Um, So what about you, Hodge? Do you have any New Year's traditions, any memories that stick out or just a regular day for me i, I mean i'll be honest it's one of those where okay i mean i'll be honest with you i don't really care too much about new year's it's a new year and we're gonna have this bull crap come out tomorrow new year new me no it's not it's the same you same you so quit it hey i saw I saw the funniest meme on Facebook about that. I forgot what it said, but I laughed so hard because I'm gonna try to find it while you while you talk. I'm gonna try to find it. Yeah, it's just a normal, just a normal day for me. I remember when we were younger, we just went to bed, woke up, went about our day. I mean, it's not nothing. I guess it would be different if my family would have celebrated it like we did Christmas and Easter and Thanksgiving and Fourth of July is kind of a bigger deal in my family than a New Year's. 
because I know this New Year's yeah. I have to work this year. Um, I have to work tomorrow, and then um, I think I got to work day after. It's just it's just a normal day because not everything's shut down. Not everything's you know it's not like Christmas and Easter and Thanksgiving. Places are still open, and so I feel once they're still open, it's just a normal day. All right, you know those uh, memes. It's like a Mexican restaurant sign. With the yeah, and it says it says it. I put that on there. You've seen it from me, dummy. It says El uh, Arioro from Austin, Texas. Almost time for that New Year, New Me bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I know that's it. Hilarious. I posted it. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't remember who posted it, but the point is that uh, it went along with what you just said. Obviously, it would if you want to post it. Anyway, three Joe folks, now we're going off the rails quickly. Uh, I don't have anything else to add. Uh, be on the lookout. Big Shrimp Radio will commence. Got some cool guests coming. Uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I've already apologized. I recorded a track. I know it'll play before the Shirley Phelps podcast episode. Uh, Shirley Phelps from Westboro Baptist Church, Hodge and I had her on over a month ago. And I don't agree. Look at Hodge. It's like, uh, put, no, I'm just, I'm, just thinking, I'm, just, I'm just thinking because obviously you're going to put yours up. Um, Next week, I think. And the reason you haven't been putting them up the past two weeks is because Christmas fell on a Friday and then New Year's is falling on a Friday as well. So we just took those off. Yeah. But I think your Shirley Phelps is going up this coming Friday on my platform because obviously we have different listeners. That's why we jump on each other's stuff every day or, or you know, interview because we know not the same people are listening. Yeah. I just don't feel it's the right time for me to put it out right now. If I hold on to it for six months, then that's fine. I just, I was going to put it up a couple of weeks ago and then I had this dream and it was like, it, it, I don't even remember the dream. I just woke up and said, you know what? I'm not going to put this podcast out right now. It's going to have to wait. I think once yeah, everything, I didn't want to put it out for a while. I just think once everything calms down and everything just simmers back down to a little bit of a boil and we're not overboiling in the pot. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've not wanted to put it out for a while for obvious reasons, but uh so those of you that know Shirley Phelps and Westboro, you know what they're about. If you don't look them up, I've been a uh an theological nerd. Um I wanted to lay the foundation and present a different type of interview with them. Um uh, most of the interviews they've had it's been shouting matches. That almost happened in this one with Hodge and her. Hodge called her a hypocrite. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I wanted to do something different, and I wanted to level the playing field and let her know, hey, I know what you believe. I know where you're coming from. From a theological perspective, I know why. And not just her views about homosexuality, but her whole views about depravity of man in general. Uh, she's a five-point Calvinist, hyper-Calvinist. Uh, some would say primitive Calvinist. Um, 
and we went over the five points of tulip, total depravity, unconditional election, limited atonement, irresistible grace, perseverance of the saints. Um, Dude, I remember none of all this. that. I guess I, I was know. just so in my and head. <laughs> she complimented me. She complimented me though at the end of that. I you, know. you really have a grasp on this stuff. But anyways, and then uh, we talked about um, the doctrines of sexuality and the relevance of those to uh, the depravity of man to begin with. And uh, a lot of times it sounds like I agreed with her or I hold those sentiments. I'm telling you right here and now I don't. Not only, I'll let it be known, I'll be clear, not only am I not a uh, five-point Calvinist, a hyper-Calvinist, a primitive Cal Calvinist. I'm not even a Christian. Being honest, I'm not. I don't. I don't hold those beliefs. I have friends that identify with the LGBTQ community. We've had guests on as well that identify the community. It is what it is. But in my effort to try to level things to a point it almost appeared like I was on her side in attacking Hodge too and I'm ashamed of that because that wasn't my intent but it came out that way and I don't hold those views uh I don't so uh yeah um also on a big shrimp radio YouTube channel you guys are going to be seeing videos pop up from season one of Big Shrimp Radio of interviews since they weren't done in video format. The audio will go up with photos as a sideshow in the background. You guys can thank producer Hodge for that. He's doing the work. Um, and I don't know what else to say, dude. We're just rambling. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give my advice uh in the meantime and in between time folks classic wrestling um close you guys know what i always say our tomorrow's never guaranteed but you know what you can make the best of today and make today count that's it in a nutshell hodge i think hodge likes to say uh frown more and smile less With this, we're with this, we're gonna close out the the the, the New Year's twenty twenty. Really, that's what you say? Frown more and smile less. No, that's not what I say. At least mine is original. I didn't take mine. Man. Where did I take mine from? Didn't you take it from like Jim Ross or something like that? Just the our tomorrow's are never guaranteed part. <laughs> okay. But familiar? the rest of the paragraph I made up. All right. Minus the aspire to inspire before you expire. I stole that for somebody else. All right. Well, with yeah. these last words, we're going to cut out of the 2020 and go into 2021. Without Whoa. No, we're going to go into 2021. This is the end of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year's, folks. Man, this episode has gone to hell. Huh? All right. Enjoy <laughs> and frown less. See you later.